my name is Jill Renee Feeler. Welcome to Creating the Platinum Age. I am so glad that you're here with us today. We have a very special um, experience in store for us. I can feel it building up. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here, whether you're joining us live or in the archives. Um, we are really... Um, the way that we choose to access energy is from the quantum levels of the way energy operates. So whether you are experiencing this live or in the archives, it's it's exactly uh, in divine time in terms of when you are receiving this message and co-creating this message. You're even co-creating it, um, even if it happened in the past, quote unquote. So <laughs> yeah, let's have fun with this with this aspect, right, of the way energy works. Oh, so what we offer um, in terms of the work that, that I co-create with my team is really um, our own unique way of supporting those that are accessing um, the love and light-based energies and frequencies, the expanded consciousness that is beyond just the, the human mind. There's nothing wrong with the human mind. I love mine, and I hope you love yours too. It's just that there's so much more that we have access to um, in this unique time phase of Earth and human evolution, and we really support that um, in you and your journey helping you feel more of that um, God consciousness and God experience and joy and beauty um, and conscious creation that's available to us from within each of us. So that is what we do. We help support that within you. Um, we help uh, model it for you, if that makes sense, and help uh, support you in your own unique way of how you experience your highest self in your human journey. Um, so for those that are looking for that same type of experience in your own way we're here for you and that's what we do okay so I'm glad you're here so the flow and kind of outline of today's show we'll be talking a little bit about current energy flows um, we'll be taking um, some time for the special topic um, and I have an inkling as human Jill of what that is <laughs> um, the it's anyway I'll talk a little bit about that in the current energy flows and then after the special topic we'll do a meditation slash activation um, and then we'll do the closing and wrap things up for this uh, monthly gifted webinar. So very good. Okay, let's start with some nice uh, conscious breaths to help us center really in um, the broader range of energy frequencies and energy patterns that are beyond the reach of just the human mind. Um, we're going to reach and dig deep into the broader range of energies that are available to us that are beyond the five senses. This is the interdimensional experiencing, um, and we can settle more into those flows uh, in this in this process of taking some deep breaths and oozing into it, expanding into the higher awareness of you. So let's breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. One more. Okay. Okay, beautifully done. Just dropping your awareness into your heart-centered space, into the broader sense of awareness of who and what you are that's beyond just your human experience, helping you access wisdom that you have not learned in a textbook or watched in a video, helping you access more of that soul wisdom, the infinite you, the eternal wisdom, so that we're not relearning old lessons, so that we are actually gaining the... Um, uh, 
the broader set of lessons that you know of and that you have access to, not just as yourself as a soul, but as a member, really, of Source, Source, and the all that is. Another nice deep breath here, please. Hmm. Okay. Let's uh, do a little bit of a mantra here. Please repeat after me. I am that I am in the all that is. I am that I am as the all that is. Some of you may be feeling that activation that's involved in just uh, little citations like that. It's so encoded um, with uh, a lot of energy to really assist us in accessing a broader sense of who and what we are. Okay, very good. Nicely done. All right. So now we're even more present in this experience if you allow yourself to operate in that way. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about current energy flows and some different things that are um, an opportunity for us. And I'm just going to close my eyes and go deeper to access a level of the message that is not stored in my human brain. I don't have notes related to this. It really is helping me settle in more fully to the avatar consciousness that I know that I have access to and I feel that you do too (laughs) in your own version of it. Okay. Uh, they're asking me to to share that the reason that I do it this way is that I do have a very strong mind as Jill. I have a, a very nice IQ, and it's easy for me as Jill to operate um, more lim- in a more limited way out of the left hemisphere of my brain. Um, there isn't anything wrong with that. I did that for the first 38 years of my life and, and had a wonderful life. It's just that now the way that I choose to experience myself is so much more expanded than that. I didn't leave the left hemisphere of my brain. I expanded beyond it into the soul wisdom that I have access to. Um, So in experiences like this with my role as a spiritual teacher and a messenger of divine energies and uh, Christos or Christed consciousness, I choose to settle into it, into my heart-centered space. It does require a a lot of trust, um, but that trust for me comes through experience, not just my experience as Jill, but my experience in the all that is. Um, So that's how I choose to access um, what I share, including even current energy flows. Okay. We all have our own way of accessing divine energy, don't we? Mm. Knowing what works for you is supremely important. Okay. Okay. So we've just gone through a series of shifts, and a lot of you are probably feeling that for yourself. Um, For me, as Jill, I went through a huge reset. Um, Let's see, today's Tuesday, as I'm sharing this in linear time. On Sunday, I could feel um, another version of myself had um, kind of joined the party, I would say, in terms of what I choose to access and animate as in my human form as Jill. Um, This, it's, you know, I I feel the words are limiting in terms of trying to describe what's new um, for me. And really, that's my choice. How? (laughs) Let's get back to that. (laughs) Okay, so as 
as for me as Jill, as I allow myself to allow in a broader set of frequencies and wisdom and information and, um, you know, healing abilities or whatever abilities I'm choosing to open myself up to and that I've obviously pre-wired myself for. It is like another, it's like another member to the party. It's kind of interesting. Um, but I can feel it in how I'm, um, just overall feeling the information that I'm getting has a has another kind of nuance or layer to it um, and it does feel like it was sparked about two weeks ago and there's continuously other layers coming in um, continuously really um, so a lot of you are probably feeling that too just notice for yourself when you do allow those sorts of shifts and almost like upgrades um, the more comfortable you are with that experience and the more that you allow it to happen the more you can go through those sorts of upgrades or updates, it's hard to find words that fit. Um, it's really expansion though, not just expansion of consciousness, but expansion in terms of the representation of who and what you are in your humanness. Um, the more that you can trust that process, that there is a divine um, coordination going on with your highest self, that you're opening yourself to receive more and more of who and what you are in the all that is, um, that it is for not only your highest good, but the highest good, and that there is a way that you can assimilate those energies in a way that's very graceful um, and flowing, and it doesn't have to be jerky kind of stops and starts. For some, when they do have that kind of sense of disruption, like it's not a positive thing, like they've been disrupted or taken over or something like that, sometimes what's happening in that experience is that the perspective or your frame of reference is more from the human brain, and the human brain is based on uh, repetitive programs and training. Um, so the highest self doesn't operate that way. It's more based on the, the God consciousness and the, a different level of instinct, not trained kind of rote programming of what had happened before is likely to happen again. Uh, the God consciousness is aware that anything can happen in any moment. So it obviously is more open to receive new layers of consciousness and new, new feelings about things, new perspectives on things. Um, all of a sudden having, you know, answers to our solutions or things to try uh, to challenges in our own lives or in other people's journeys. Um, so it's just more fluid and more flexible. So if you're feeling a sort of disruption um, in your field, if you feel like it's a result of an expansion, just notice that it may be um, a sign to you that you may want to shift even more fully from the mentally oriented way of operating into what some call the heart-centered kind of way of operating, which is just more fluid and dynamic and really adjustable. And I highly recommend that approach because it um, it's a lot more fun <laughs> this way. And it doesn't feel like a disruption. It, it's that level of understanding at the, at the highest level of ourselves that this is part of what we do in an ascension cycle. Okay? So whatever you call it, um, you know, there's so many different kind of ways that this happens. Um, this beautiful being known as Lavendar on Starseed Radio Academy, I know she talks about different events that happen in January and June. Um, Teton Summit, I think is what she calls it. And I have a lot of honor and respect for Lavendar and the information that she brings through. That doesn't mean that we see everything the same way, but I still really honor who and what she is 
and the information that she offers and how much assistance and support she provides to so many. Um, so some people think of those kind of um, cycles of these expansion kind of waves. It's almost like gateways that are opening up. Uh, so Teton meetings is one, Pleiadian lineup, we call it. Um, it is all of that and more. <laughs> so however we want to look at it is just fine, is is the outcome, it's an outcome-based approach is what I look for, is, is whatever kind of version of the story you're telling yourself allowing for that expansion to happen within you? And is it helping you center in yourself and how you are divinely guided in your journey to be and to proceed and to uh, create and experience yourself? There is so much inner guidance available to us right now. I know that more and more of us are feeling the sense of synchronicity, um, the sense of divine kind of coordination, which doesn't mean that there's not free will. It just means that the we're more consciously aware of the support and assistance that is consistently and infinitely available to us. Um, that also doesn't mean that the answers are handed to us and that there is one right answer to begin with. Uh, that's again, that looped program of the brain, right? That there's one right way to do everything. And what we have available to us right now in this expanded range of frequencies that are now online because we have brought them online and Gaia is choosing to operate at that level as well, is that in the set of expanding parallel realities, our ability to make choices, our ability to create a right answer to explore and experience um, is heightened. So that uh, mental programming of there being the right answer or one way to do it is really softening and we're expanding beyond that notion um, of one right answer and in one approach and one activation and one awakening and those sorts of things that it's a series of expansion when we remember consciously a truth system that allows that we are an infinite energy source there is no end there is no being done there is no completion even in the sense of a human experience. Because if you are anything like me, and I believe you are, or you wouldn't be listening to this or watching this, there is the sense of understanding and sense of knowing in a heart-centered way that by creating the divine human, by being on assignment um, as a voluntary um, incarnation that you are here to assist and support and provide service really to the human genome <laughs> and to the human genetic code by updating it, by being um, a highest representation of genetic codes and repairing damaged DNA. All of that leads to this ability that there will always be more that we will not stop creating, that there isn't an endpoint that's in sight in an ascension cycle, especially one like this. Because we really did um, intend, as I'm shown, to utilize these, these overlapping cycles and yugas to create an even uh, purer, if you will, experience of physical incarnation that is even a pure representation, if you will, of our divine consciousness. Um, so bringing that from within us is really the process that we go through. For those that aren't on assignment to bring in these codes to be a representation of uh, this, 
Christ consciousness and crystal and starseed lineage and, you know, however you really want to look at it. But for those of us that are a representation of that, it's very um, beneficial for us to consider it coming from within us. Um, for those that aren't necessarily carriers of those codes, but they'll be beneficiaries of those codes once we have them activated um, and stabilized within this reality, they may actually perceive that it's coming from outside of them. Like there's a, a gift being brought to them. Um, that has happened in other ascension cycles where they're the bringers of the codes, the light bearers is one, rep, uh, one term I know that's been used throughout history. Um, and then the others that receive the light felt like they were receiving a gift and it was the perception, the illusion of it coming from outside of them. Of course it's not, <laughs> but that's the illusion and that's okay. Um, but for those of us that are bringers of these codes and bringers of these, um, mm, these activations and energy patterns that are associated with light and Christ consciousness, I do encourage you to consider that it's coming from within you. It may be activated and supported by others like in an experience like this, but truly it is coming from within you, from the way that I look at you. Okay. So we're in very dynamic times. Um, I'll repeat again here that sometimes we can get very tripped up by expecting our outer reality to be um, a representation of the light that we're feeling within us. Um, that is the cart before the horse <laughs> to sort of experience. As the bringers of these codes and of these light-based experiences, it's much more common in ascension cycles like this that we feel um, an increased and more stabilized sense of, of joy and inner harmony and beauty and just, I mean, like overflowing kind of love that has no boundaries, has no edges to it, no conditions, true unconditional love like we know in the highest realms. Um, but that's a better indicator of kind of how you're doing if you're looking for an assessment criteria um, rather than the uh, projection of humanity in general, which is what we're seeing in terms of um, the overall human experience or isolated groups of human experience. There is an evolutionary process underway. We are a part of that and so really is everyone here that's incarnated. Um, that was pre-planned that way, but all of us have different uh, sense of purpose and roles and responsibilities um, and hence experiences and outcomes in our journey. So if somebody is on the um, kind of the front lines, if you will, of a revolution, a political revolution um, in a place like Egypt, then they, I mean, it's all by design. It's all by design. There's no mistake that somebody is um, physically where they are, that they're, that they've been in a career, that they are in a career of a certain, of a certain type. Everything is divinely coordinated. Um, and it's funny because my team was just kind of showing me that this morning, that sometimes I talk about the fact that now I'm on purpose at the, from my activation at the age of 38 and going forward now I'm 43. Um, but it's so funny because they're like, it's not that you were not on purpose prior to 38. It's just that your purpose was very different and how you chose to experience yourself and how you planned, uh, and chose, you know, through free will, different things happening in the first 38 years of your life. That's just how you set it up, Jill. Um, and I can see the, the purpose and intention and divinity in that now, but it's just funny that um, my interpretation as Jill had been that if we're not on our spiritual path, then we're not on purpose. Um, and 
everything is spirit. <laughs> so how can you not be on your path? How can you not be on purpose when you are spirit? Yes? Okay. So very dynamic times. Lots of um, heightened kind of uh, polarity, obviously, in the field. And a lot of really, uh, there's a lot of different areas where the system is being tested. Um, in terms of what is stable and where there isn't stability. Any areas where there's not a stabilized energy relative to free will, um, the expansion of humanity, and the overall evolution of humanity as desired by the individual will be tested and will be, um, there will be stress points in different parts of the human experience related to that. So that obviously relates to all facets of infrastructure um, and literally everything in terms of the human experience. Now, when I say that, notice your initial expectation. Is your initial interpretation, oh, this is going to be bad? Or, oh, this is going to, this is going to get hard, right? Notice that. That's not bad. I'm just asking you to be conscious of it. Is your initial reaction excitement? Is your initial response um, joy? Of, oh, great. This is, you know, it's going to be even better than it has been. <laughs> um, so just notice your initial response, um, your initial kind of gut reaction, because is it mentally programmed, which would be in a lot, for a lot of us fear-based if we haven't done a lot of our balancing of uh, allowing the mental, mental construct to be in support of the divine consciousness. If we are being ruled, if you will, in our humanness by the mental construct, which tends to be fear-based unless it's been balanced again by the divine consciousness, then it's good to be aware of that. It's good to be conscious of the unconsciousness, <laughs> which seems like such a paradox, but it is so true. Okay, let me get a drink here. Okay, so as we see these different stress points playing out um, across humanity and, you know, macrocosmic kind of ways and microcosmic kind of ways, um, just recognize that sometimes we want that to mean something. It will mean something different to every single person here. So what does it mean to you? Does it mean progress or does it mean a regression? Is, um, is somebody's kind of fight for freedom um, okay with you? That that's how they see it as a fight for liberation? Um, not all of us are wired that way, but I mean, if I were an Egyptian, if I had chose to be in, be incarnated in this lifetime as Jill as an Egyptian, I probably do have a little bit more fight <laughs> kind of mechanism in me that I want to fight the system. I want to, you know, make sure that the political system is in alignment with the liberation that I feel in my heart and in my soul. So I... I want to support whatever is naturally led from your divine self in your journey um, and trusting in my own supporting energy, offering assistance in the realms that it is for your highest good and the highest good, and that it's not a perpetuation of old cycles where there's a winner and a loser, that everybody can win, um, and everybody, I wouldn't say will win, um, in terms of the human evolution that I see that's planned and well underway. Hmm. 
trust the guidance that you feel within yourself, dear ones. It is irreplaceable. When you read something, discern for yourself if it feels right to you. When you're where you feel excitement and joy in your life, make time for that. Allow your attention and focus to be excuse me, to be in those areas of your life so that you can feed and nourish that part of not only you, but that part of this overall human experience, the collective human experience. Feed the joy, nourish the love that you feel within yourself. Notice the fear. Notice the concerns, but don't feed them unconsciously. Being aware of them helps you make better choices. So you don't want to deny them, but allowing yourself to see the full picture as it's being presented to you, by you, by you, your highest self, by you, the universe. Things that used to support you may not be supporting you anymore. Things that used to um, prompt your expansion and your activations may not be doing that any longer. And yet, the more that you can be fluid and flexible in your overall um, system of support that you allow yourself to receive from the universe, the more you can trust that just because something or that used to support you doesn't anymore, um, you can allow yourself to be more open to something else that does um, and something else that will support you and provide further expansion and activations if that's what you're desiring. Okay. I'm just seeing if there's anything else related to current energy flows. I just, I just said to my team, I said, I, you know, is this the special topic? And they're like, oh, no, we haven't even gotten started yet. <laughs> okay, good. That's exciting. Okay. Oh, hang on. Jill's, my, my telephone is ringing. Let me just see if I need that. No. I do not. So let me turn off some things so the sound isn't coming through. Okay, sorry, it was coming through my fax machine. <laughs> okay, let me see if there's anything else related to current energy flows here. We really are at an all-time high in terms of levels of divine access, divine wisdom, alchemy, release, releasing what no longer serves, amazing clarity and discernment about what is serving and what is no longer serving and doing so without judgment, doing so without an interpretation that anything needs to be left behind and settling more into the idea that we are just expanding beyond. When we have a notion that we're leaving something behind, um, it's still in that dualistic, polarized sort of um, approach. And for me, a way that's 
served me even better than that in my in my experience is this realization that as we expand beyond things um, we still have access to whatever that was and all the ways that it did serve us and continues to serve us and we can expand beyond it we don't have to leave it just like when you're climbing steps what you're doing is you're rising in elevation Yes, your foot is coming off the step, but that's just your physical part of your awareness. You are gaining the height that included the rung of that step in the staircase. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's another way to look at your interdimensionality, that you don't need to leave uh, the, the expansion that that step or phase offered you. You're just continuing to build upon it. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Expansion is the key. Expanding into more and more of what you have kind of designed for yourself and what this overall ascension cycle is about. And we all mean really different things related to that based on the codes that we carry, based on the light that we uh, naturally kind of are wired for in terms of energy patterns, etc. Progress means different things to different people, and I honor that in you, um, and I honor that in myself, that we may look at things differently. I can see the divinity and the purpose in that. Okay. Okay. So the hallmark of progression that is related to the Platinum Age, as we call it, is the honoring of free will in self and others. The level of, uh, I want to say the depth and breadth of love based uh, energy patterns that are felt within uh, related to uh, witnessing an experience or feeling the experience from within yourself. How does it feel to us? Does it feel like it's amplifying uh, more of the unification of love and light in this reality? Or is it uh, perpetuating separation and polarity and duality? There's nothing wrong with those things. It's just that for some of us, that's not where our joy is any longer. Okay. Uh, sorry. Okay, I got that. <laughs> I get this tickly sensation in my nose and in my face, and it's another level of the veil that's literally kind of um, expanding. We're sp expanding into further the veil so that it can dissipate and vaporize literally. So sometimes I actually feel that like a tickly nose or like something stuck on your face like a spider web. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Okay, that feels complete in terms of current energy flows. Um, is there anything else related to that? Oh, okay. The other thing that I'm led to add here is that because of how many different parallel realities we have going on at once right now, you will consistently see more variety in terms of what is offered to you. And your job is not to... <laughs> Your job, if you wish to look at it this way, is not to figure it out and figure out how it all fits. Your job is to choose <laughs> which one feels the best to you. So, for example, this beautiful client of mine and a soul kind of tribal member, tribal family member, which we probably all are, let's be honest, um, sent to me this uh, this channeled message from somebody, I don't remember their name, but it was, I think it was something about like the divine event. And it was very much this idea that an event will happen. Um, and it's this big show kind of experience. 
and she was asking me to respond to it or, you know, have I created a video where I've talked about something like that before? And that to me is not my joy. Um, I don't feel passionate about a parallel reality or a timeline, if you will, that's associated with everybody getting it. To me, that's that's a rapture and or Armageddon type of um, storyline that I'm not here to animate. Um, I've done that before. <laughs> um, and I like this one better. Uh, so a lot of us have gone through cycles and gone through incarnations, sometimes not literally an incarnation, but we are aware <laughs> it's funny because we can see as a spirit guide or a guardian or whatever other roles you identify with as yourself in the highest realms, even beyond those roles. Um, there is awareness that we have of timelines on earth and elsewhere, physical and non-physical that have to do with um, an ascension cycle where everybody gets it at once, or there's this lifting off of a group into another reality uh, because they don't fit the timeline. Um, and it, yeah, a lot of us, <laughs> I don't resonate with that because it does there's a loophole that you go through to have that kind of outcome that to me is not in alignment with the free will uh, as I know free will and in my highest self as my avatar consciousness that is not free will um, <laughs> I understand the loopholes we don't need to rationalize those and I, I know I've had uh, conversations with many of you not in my humanness but on councils and the all that is because sometimes we do go round and round at different council levels about what is available what the opportunity is and how it will come about um, it is easier to just take a plunk of a group and just say okay have enough I've gotten have enough of have gotten it have enough of them gotten it yet in terms of have they become consciously aware at a certain level or certain vibration heart center consciousness opening to a certain percentage and then all of a sudden boom something magical happens and that is like um uh, revelations in the New Testament. Uh, well, there's a lot else there, but anyway, in terms of that rapture um, and or Armageddon stories that go all the way back to uh, recorded history, literally and beyond and prior to that. Um, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm a part of. That's not what I'm passionate about. Um, so the ascension cycle that I am here to uh, support and create uh, as a group is much more aligned with free will and that it doesn't take a certain number, that there's not a balancing of scales, that there's not a majority that needs to get it. That's just not, that's, that's not what I see <laughs> in the timeline that I'm here to assist with creating. Okay. When we make choices, when we align our truths and beliefs with a certain outcome, like an you know, rapture type experience, we are feeding it. And that is not a bad thing. It's just a matter of being consciously aware enough to, if, to, and to have that guidance within yourself of not asking the question of, is this true? In other words, somebody coming to me, um, as an example and saying, Jill, is this right? I can't answer that for you. I can answer that for me that no, that is not my truth or that is not what I'm choosing to uh, assist with in my humanness as Jill, um, with my avatar consciousness engaged. But it might be what you're excited about. 
right? And there's nothing wrong with that. That's partly why I'm so excited about this Platinum Age, is that we've expanded the timelines so that we actually can bring online more of these different choice points and passion centers and all of these different things. So is there an overarching blueprint that is kind of necessary so that it is in alignment with an overall human evolutionary plan? Yes. And we each will play a different role in that. So creating a new ending to an Armageddon type outcome. Oh, I'm not going to get in your way about that because that's, that's huge, <laughs> right? That sounds very uh, upward spiraling to me. Um, but I, just because I don't feel a connection with it doesn't mean you will. Or just because I feel a connection with something doesn't mean that you will. So it's, I honor you enough to give you that freedom to, I mean, I'm not giving you anything, but to see that you have that freedom and without my need to convince you of anything else. That's how powerful we all are. Choose for yourself what you want to happen. Are you excited and joy-filled about an outcome that are about um, a prediction of the future, um, somebody's premonition, somebody's prophecy that's related to a rapture experience? That's fine. Be consciously aware of that, that that's what you're, hope, that's what you're helping manifest happen. That's what you're energizing in your beliefs and your truths in your human representation of God consciousness that you are. Okay? Yes. Yes, you are that powerful. Choose wisely. Choose aligned with your passion and your your sense of purpose from your soul self. It's all valuable. Okay. Okay. All right. There we started to kind of blend into the special topic. So let's just go right in there. I'm going to get a drink really quick and then we'll um, switch gears into that. Alrighty. Okay. So special topic. I'll come up with a title maybe later. The titles never seem to do it justice. So I'm, I've started to, well, I'm still open to receiving a, another way of uh, calling it something that makes sense. The reason for all of these different parallel realities and the expansion of timelines and the shifting of timelines in many ways is based on how many forms of life, how many representations of source energy love earth and love humanity in general, the race of life called humanity. Our affinity with what you call earth and the human experience and the earthly realm is so deep and so profound that many from many different facets of the all that is had ideas and goals and dreams 
for what can be, either what can be restored or even what can be newly created. Our partner is very much a part of a group that is supremely excited about what can be created because she understands what humanity was originally created for. And a lot of you feel that way too. You feel a connection with the original uh, creation of a human form. You see, as a soul, you are an eternal being. But as a human, humanity had a beginning. And it may have an end. But not yet. (laughs) Because as Source Creator considers the possibilities of what is possible with any human form, we're nowhere near done. The divinity of the human code, of the human structure, is so limitless. Hence the affinity for what can it, what it can be, what it can know, what it can remember, what it can create, what it can feel, what it can be. It's so aligned as much as possible with the infinite self. And yet the human is in the physical. So yes, it does have some limitations based on you know, according to your perception of what is physical and what is non-physical. And yet the gift of physicality is so present within the human form. So please hear us when we offer you a truth, when we offer you a belief. that humanity is a divine representation of God consciousness. Is that aligned with your truth? Even if it's not what you read, even if it's not what you've heard, even if it's not what what you know of as a teacher has shared with you, these parallel realities offer you varying and seemingly opposing views of truth. There is a timeline where humanity was utilized as a completely manipulated form of energy for other beings that were more expanded in their energy, and yet not upward spiraling energy. Um, It was an unconscious representation that was using humanity in that timeline as what is known as a slave race. But that wasn't and isn't the original representation, the original creative creation form of what humanity is. That is a slice of a timeline that is available in terms of the all, um, the vaster range of what humanity is in these multiple timelines if you look at time in more of a quantum way. So are there beliefs and truths 
and associated timelines that are aligned with a truth and a belief that humanity has been hijacked and continues to be hijacked, yes, that is available to you. It's an experience. It offers purpose and value for that experience. But does it bring you joy? Does it allow you to connect with the excitement of your creator being, of your source creator self? Do you see the distinction? It is available to you, but consciously will you choose it? And if you have chosen it, do you want to choose it any longer? You are evolving more fully into your creator self which isn't a presence, it's a limitlessness aspect and energy pattern that you have available to you. We're not being uh, flimsy in terms of nothing being real. We're asking you to consciously discern what do you want to make real for you. What you believe, what your truths are, affects your energy patterns. It affects what you receive. It affects what you create. It affects what you, um, the facts and data points and experiences that you'll have on your radar. And it it totally affects the creative ability and your perceptive ability of what you will choose to see. That's how powerful you are. There are many teachings about the power of your thoughts, and we agree with that. And yet the power of the thought is highly indicative of the truths and belief system that you're choosing as the foundation for your human experience. So what we are offering you through our work and through our partner Is a timeline for humanity that is the liberation of that timeline where humanity was a slave race. It is not only that, but it definitely includes that. What we are reminding you of is that the ability for God consciousness to create and experience itself in human form with limitless joy, abundant harmony, integrity, free will, the liberation of life, not just of human life, but of all life, conscious creation, a sense of oneness with the Creator, with Source, with God, and yet also in the physical, and yet also on Earth, that there is not a wall or a barrier or a veil to that experience. And it's not about your inability to be anywhere else. It's about your choice to be exactly where you are. And the recognition that that is a conscious choice 
from the highest realms. This is the alchemy of this ascension cycle, is remembering the true origination of what humanity was created for, and not only what it can be again, but where it can go from this level to a level of upward spiraling energy and a cycle that is shifted beyond any previous golden age, which is why we call it the Platinum Age. It is unlike any other enlightened society. Is, is the ability for the consciousness to be present in the physical form by choice while also being fully conscious of all the other ways that the soul self, the God self experiences itself and the all that is. So there's no longer the mission to get home because the consciousness is expanded to the level that it is omnipresent, it is home and is present in the human form all at the same time. That is not a future vision, dear ones. That is a present reality that is offered and is demonstrated right here, right now. And from that vibration, there is no fight. There is no challenge to be anywhere other than where you are right now. There is no yearning to know something that you don't already know in your God consciousness. Now we recognize that some of you, your purpose for living has been the fight. Your sense of identity is based on the activism that you feel, uh, the fight for social justice, the goal of liberation of humanity that from your perception is not yet present. And when you have identified yourself in that way, you are energetically matching and attracting and creating experiences where there is something to fight, where there is something that's not available in the present timeline that you need to work into through various means and activities and so forth. Again, there is nothing wrong with that. We are not judging as better than or that one is more enlightened than the other. One is definitely more connected to source energy than the other. And yet that's why these parallel realities are expanding is because there are, uh, we, we want to say groups of consciousness and source the all that is that are very interested in recreating the rapture experience to create a different outcome, to feel it in another way, to play a different role within it. So just because various truths and beliefs are shown to you we ask you to view it as they're being offered to you and you get to choose 
and the more you choose consciously the more mm, energetically uplifted and supported you will feel it is energetically draining to force a truth and a belief system on you that is out of alignment with the uh, divine energy that you brought with you to experience so in the case of our partner since her divine energy is wired for the upward spiraling energies um, some could look at it as Jill's glass is always half full Jill's the eternal optimist that is an outcome of the energy that she wired herself with okay so sh there are other facets of source creator in human form and otherwise that are in an experience where they are separate from the God consciousness where they are exploring the idea that things could get worse that there are exploring the idea of or the concept the experience of misery of lack of suffering um, of death quote-unquote all of those opportunities are still available in the all that is that isn't in our perspective a less evolved experience it's just a different experience it has completely different energy patterns associated with it it's still on purpose it still has the opportunity for a source to experience itself and I don't we don't want to use the word learn and our partner Jill was about to say I I don't want to use the word learn as if you're graduating back up to something what we are offering you through our partner is a reunification of you with your God self that was never at kindergarten that didn't start at kindergarten it was pretending to be at kindergarten so from our perspective there isn't a ladder of ascension where you where you are in the all that is in an eternal state and then all of a sudden a, a facet of you is born and then it needs to and it has like a birth date and a birth location and the all that is and it needs to graduate back up into the all that is these are just journeying places and there are journeying places where you may wire yourself to be at a kindergarten level and there may be experiences where you wire yourself up to have capacity to reach the all that is but you start out at the third grade level it, it we're using the metaphor of your um, your progression of, of schooling because that's how so many of you choose to look at it so in the case of an avatar consciousness wiring itself up to represent Christ consciousness or source consciousness in another in another energy pattern um, because there are others other than just the Christ consciousness Christ consciousness is very relevant for an ascension cycle for obvious reasons that recognition of how you are uh, experiencing yourself is very helpful especially with all of these different parallel realities going on side by side it allows you to not view with compassion in a pity kind of way but for those that are obviously um, through their demonstrated action of their beliefs and truths uh, animating truths and beliefs that are of a um, us and them and kind of a, a battle being like we're gonna win this time kind of thing that there is that you can that you can honor the free will of those individuals that are either consciously or in many cases unconsciously choosing that timeline because they feel like it's the only one that's real 
the one that's real is the one that you make real for you. That's how powerful you are. We notice more and more of you remembering more of your natural joyful state and what brings you a sense of feeling alive in the way that you hadn't before. And we see how many of you are discovering um, even more and more of your own ability to create joy and access joy, experience joy, and know love and experience peace and harmony and well-being and inner bliss. Um, And we celebrate this with you. Whenever you are feeling that sense of excitement and joy and um, alignment, really, that it just, ah, you're just, there's this graceful flow about your energy, that's a good feeling. And that's, that's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean you're unproductive. Um, our partner had a client uh, private session earlier this morning, and it was pointed out to her, and it's relevant for a lot of you here, so we'll share it again, that some of you, in the midst of beginning to access more and more of that divine consciousness that all is well, um, no matter what's going on if from the illusion externally, that some of you, in the midst of finding so much joy and pleasure in that inner bliss state, that you feel like if you're doing that, then you're not productive because you're not writing a book or you're not creating a video um, or you're not, you know, sharing it or whatever else you may perceive as productive, quote unquote. Recognize that by by accessing those energies, those, you know, vastly broad energy frequencies from within your humanness and being conscious of it is incredibly productive. That is so much a part of the alchemy, uh, healing the what we would look at as damaged DNA that happens in a separation age by design. <laughs> Again, if the human code was originally created in its divine state as a divine experience and uh, vehicle for the source creator self, then in order to feel separate from itself in a separation age portion of the earthly timeline, it you have to break down the codes and shut off DNA in order to feel as separate from your divine self. Okay, it's kind of like if you have a a high performance car, um, and you want to pretend it's um, it's a Vespa, then you can't use those higher gears because the the motor scooter types of experiences don't have a fifth gear like that. They can't they can't reach that level of cycles in the engine to get that much speed to perform in that same way. So you have to cycle it back. Are there timelines that that was done to you? Um, are there truths and beliefs that create that timeline that something was taken from humanity, that humanity was hijacked, that it was manipulated, all those things? Yes, those, those timelines and associated beliefs and truths exist. They are offered to you. Do they serve you? Do they align you more fully with your what excites you and makes you feel joy? Okay? That's one version of the story that was created for that timeline to be experienced. If it doesn't align with you any longer, then you can just change. You can shift. You can consciously choose another truth and belief system that you can explore for yourself. It's not about finding the right one. It's about finding the right one for you. Not in absolute terms, in relative terms. Because as 
the 7 billion or so, the number is uh, suspect, uh, humans that are on the planet, you are all aspects of source creator. So you have the ability to create as you see fit. Okay. So going back to what we were talking about there, as those of you that are choosing to access these levels of love and peace and harmony and sheer bliss, um, which is how we experience ourselves in many ways in the highest realms, that there is a sense of all, all is well all the time. Um, that's a foreign concept in the separated state of consciousness for humanity, right? In the unconscious state, that that is a pipe dream. That's a that's mythology. That's fairy tale. Um, but in the all that is, it's very real. <laughs> it's the dreamer that is having the dream that nothing is well ever. It <laughs> never will be. Or it might be if we just work hard enough. That's that's okay. That dream still provides purpose and value. So for those that are in their humanness accessing those vibrations of all being well all the time from in a conscious way in their humanness, it is a level of alchemy. It is a level of restoration of the codes that have been damaged and turned off, again, by design, based on the age. For the ascension cycle, that is the restoration process. That is the alchemical um, uh, atmosphere, environment that you are creating. And by your creating it within your human experience, you naturally offer it over time, if you will, if you view it from the linear time perspective, you bring it online is what's happening for the, the overall human record, the overall human experience for when each individuated aspect of consciousness chooses to experience it for itself, whether in this incarnation or another incarnation. And that's okay too. So where do these codes come from? These, this avatar consciousness, these light codes, these starseed codes that we talked about earlier, that different groups and facets of source creator have almost like objectives for different timelines that they want to feed and support and even create, creating new timelines as in the case of our partner. In the case of creating a new timeline, Oh, it's it's still relevant. Hang on. So these codes are coming from the representation of source consciousness that you literally are an ambassador of, that you literally are a representation of. Whether you feel like you are assisting in the creation of the timeline, bringing online the dreams and hopes and visions, help helping uh, set the kind of blueprint for a timeline that you were a part of creating in the all that is, or whether you feel like you're a part of the receiver of the information that is part of the team that's bringing it into motion, which, which role is played doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it's the alignment with it that feels so good. Yes. Yeah. And more and more of you, like we said, are feeling that sense of consciousness, um, versus unconscious kind of like, oh yeah, that must be right. I'll try this on and you're miserable, <laughs> right? So when you're consciously aligning with the truth and a belief and an associated timeline, you feel that sense of being just so incredibly energized um, by the process. You feel increased synchronous synchronicity in your life. Um, 
you know, all of those different kind of interdimensional experiences start to become more commonplace in your reality, um, in your life, in your human experience. And that, again, is like this looped, uh, you create now a cycle of upward spiraling energy in all facets of your experience. So it may look unproductive to you. It's another facet of productivity from our perspective. And balancing it with the other roles and responsibilities can be a challenge um, because there's so much day-to-day minutiae um, that humanity has created for itself. <laughs> um, and some of that will stay, some, you know, housekeeping literally and figuratively is still necessary in the physical realms, but how you will do it um, will continuously evolve. And again, uh, hold your dream space about those dear ones, because there's a reason you have those the dream space about, you know, snapping your fingers and the house is clean and those sorts of things. <sighs> okay. The fact is that some of you actually in the all that is like the interaction with physical energy and that dust can be created and that, uh, you know, the, the physical um, debris that happens in the air, the atmosphere of earth settles and creates, you know, dust and dust bunnies that needs to be, you know, brushed off or sucked up and contained into a vacuum. It's still all there. It's just that it's not in your awareness or you, or in, in your experience, it's, it's contained into a separate area. So you don't see it. It's, it's just, some of you love that part of actually earth, the dirt, if you will, the feeling of the soil, um, in, you know, in your hands and in your feet the garden, those of you that garden would definitely be in that group, right? So <laughs> again, these shifting timelines, um, an expansion of timelines, expansion of what is possible, all of these parallel realities being side by side, uh, right next to each other, allow for all of these different types of dream spaces to occur. Um, so some of you, although you may envision that there's going to be this dirt-free uh, space where, you know, humans don't need to, uh, don't have the same intestinal tract, so you don't need to, uh, you don't need to eat, so you don't need the digestion system that you had before, um, that there's no dirt, uh, that there's no dust, that there's no allergies, you know, all these things, all those things will manifest in very different ways. <laughs> so yes, there could be actual locations or communities in the interdimensional space where there is no soil, where there is no dirt. It's like this sterile kind of environment. But most of you didn't come to earth for that. So just keep that in mind, okay? Or keep that in heart. All right. Okay. That feels complete. Uh, we could obviously talk infinitely about these topics. Um, and it, we so delight in helping offer you another way of looking at yourself and your experience and what's available to you, helping you reunify um, to a deeper level with these upward spiraling energies that are so beautifully in motion at this time. Notice where you feel the most joy in your life. Pay attention to what you are most excited about and be discerning about the associated truths and beliefs that support that joy, that nurture and foster and fuel that excitement within you about what is and what will be. And so it is. Thank you.
We need to get straight into the meditation and activation because they're showing me something right now. Um, I need to get a drink really quick and we'll be right there. I recommend you sit in whatever position you're really comfortable with in terms of accessing more deeply your interdimensional um, I want to say range, okay? So for me, that's I'm sitting in a chair. So for me, it's flat on the floor, palms up on my knees sometimes. Sometimes I have my hands together um, to clasp and recycle and rejuvenate the energy of light that comes through my hands, circling it in a circle of light that I create within my field. Um, really trust yourself in however you are naturally kind of led to um, access your broader range of frequencies, okay? I do recommend closing your eyes, though. Um, the, our visual sensation and our humanness is very, very strong, and um, our ability to access that broader range of energy patterns, associated wisdom, um, restoration, upliftment, etc., is more readily available when we are closing our eyes, um, or any other dominant kind of five sensory system that you have, just um, almost like visualize it closing, not to close you off to literally the all that is, but actually to open you up more fully to the much, much broader range of frequencies that's available beyond the limited range of the five human senses. Okay, start with some nice deep breaths, please. In through the nose and out through the mouth. As a representation of God consciousness, there is no one facet of breathing that's more more uh, divine than another. You are a representation of God consciousness. So whether you visualize that on the inhale, or the exhale, or on both, um, is up to you. <laughs> To me, we are a representation of our God consciousness. We can experience ourselves consciously and unconsciously, um, looking at it in a polarized or dualistic kind of fashion of it's here, there, but it isn't in another, to me is, is not as serving um, as other ways of looking at everything, including how we breathe. Okay, nice breath in. And exhale. Within the core of your field, not just at the center of your body, but at the center of your sphere of experiencing, is the light and root connection point to source that you are, always have been, and always will be. You can feel that or imagine that as a source of light within you. And I would like you to focus on that, however you imagine it to be. A light bulb in the middle of your field, a glowing energy source that is within you, at the center of you, 
and if it's not at the center, I encourage you to bring it to the center. Reposition that light source, that, you could call it a God spark, it's a God portal, because um, it's much more than a spark. It's, it's literally the raging fire <laughs> of the hell that is. Um, divine energy within you. Place it within the very center of your personal energy field, which to me is a sphere. It's okay for those that like to visualize the Merkaba as the skeletal structure of the sphere. Some of us don't do that. I'm one of them that don't do that. So within the personal energy field at the center, place the light in the center if it is not and notice that it is expanding. As you place your attention on it, it is expanding broader and broader into your energy field, releasing the light, the God essence, into your human experience. From within, bringing to your human awareness the consciousness of unified source creator in your personal energy field. <clears throat> okay, nice deep breath. Again, repeat after me, please. I am that I am. as an infinite being, as an infinite everything, as the infinite all that is. I am that I am. Nice deep breath. <clears throat> my God consciousness offers me the discernment and the wisdom to choose. You don't need to repeat these words. I'm saying them on behalf of all of us that choose to know them as our truth. As a representation of source creator in my human form, I create. I am I experience all that I desire consciously and also unconsciously. As my stated goal may perhaps be to feel and know more of this God consciousness within myself, I desire to become more conscious of my choices, of who and what I am, and of truths and beliefs and associated timelines that are available to me that help me feel more of my God consciousness in myself, in my human experience. I ask for uncompromised and unending support from within the physical realms 
and from my highest self and my associated teams in the highest realms with this desired process. Helping me know my eternal knowing. Helping me access the ability to thrive everywhere I am in the all that is including here. My sovereignty includes my free will and my free will will not be compromised or manipulated by any truths and beliefs or associated timelines that I do not consciously choose. I am the creator. I am the chooser of my life from this point forward in a conscious manner. As I reunify with my sovereignty as my eternal state, I call upon my choices, my discernment, and my free will. I cannot and do not desire to prevent others from trying to impose their free will on me, but I hold myself accountable for my own thoughts, my own beliefs, and my own associated chosen timelines, what I represent, what I support, what I nurture, what I animate, what I experience, what I create, what I share, what I be, what I receive, what I take in, versus what I bypass and allow to release from my field that I discern is no longer serving me. I am the master of my journey and I reclaim the master creator of love and light that I am in my eternal states. I am responsible enough as an eternal being to declare my sovereign position within my human experience. I am not a slave consciously or unconsciously. I am a human representation of God. And I decide what that means for me and how I feel and how I am and how I experience and create and share. And so it is. Nice deep breath here, please. <coughs> we have one more step here. <coughs> okay, hang on. <coughs> As I've reclaimed my sovereignty, I allow the full and complete transformation and alchemical process to be unfurled and unfolded within my personal energy field, helping transform, update, rewrite, and recode anything 
that is not yet in complete alignment with the sovereignty that I am now consciously choosing to experience and represent within my human form. Activation codes restored, and so it is. Nice deep breath, please. Just keep your eyes closed for a moment, please. Stay still. Stay present. And notice how you feel right now. You don't need to name them. Just allow this experience to continue. This is home. The eternal well-being that we know and the all that is being restored, brought back online and supported and demonstrated and modeled in our human experience. As an ambassador of light, if that's what you desire to identify yourself with. Another nice, slow, deep breath. Okay. Beautifully done. These energies that you've accessed can have a lifelong effect for you. This can be game-changing for you if you allow it to be. The mental program is still holding on to those codes and looped programs that keep you in anything other than where you are right now. And yet you have accessed your discernment more fully in this process to help you notice them when they begin to run. The compulsions, the unconscious desires, the unconscious behaviors that have you perhaps perpetuating separation of yourself from your highest self or from or yourself from others or perpetuating others separation from their highest self, their purpose and their mission. Allow the discernment to come to you to help you choose consciously everything, everything that you are in your humanness. Your sense of identity may feel very flexible right now. And the ego likes a sense of self that is rigid and uh, uh, obvious. Okay? So recognize those patterns of behavior um, allow yourself to feel supported. You already asked for the support in that activation to help you feel more comfortable with the fluidity and the flexibility of your God consciousness where anything is possible. Okay, this takes some getting used to. But I also see that you are desiring it authentically. So trust your highest self enough that you have the support that you need and that if a video crosses your path that will further support you in this process, that you will have it. If an article, um, a written article or anything written is uh, offered to support you, discern 
whether that is the case and how you feel, how your emotional body, how you are, how you are feeling in that process. Is it fostering your joy? Is it nurturing your excitement <clears throat> for this journey and who and what you are and who and what the rest of humanity also can be in this ascension cycle? Tune your radar to those things if that is what you desire. Shifting timelines from one to another takes some um, dedication because there is inertia to keep you where you are. That's one of the gifts really of this reality and yet it can present a challenge as well. Um, some of us are much more centered in our upward spiraling associated timelines where we have the ability to, I want to say, dabble and read um, different uh, differing truths and beliefs that are associated with other timelines without being rattled by them, uh, shaken by them, or feeling attacked by them, like a psychic attack. So just recognize where you are in that sense of stability versus sensitivity um, and choose accordingly and know that you are supported by your highest self, by your God essence in your journey for all that you desire to be. You've always been supported. Now you're just more conscious of it, perhaps, and you're more consciously choosing what you want to support. Okay, very good. Thank you so much for this time today. I so uh, honor you, and really, I appreciate the opportunity to assist you in remembering the various opportunities uh, that are underway here, um, helping support you and your highest self in your experience here. So thank you for being here. We're going to get cut off in a second for those that are listening live, but I'll just continue on. My website is www.theplatinumage.com. Uh, the events section is updated, so please go ahead and look and see what other things that we may be offering that may be of support to you. There's an exciting interview I have coming up on Tuesday. Um, let me get the right dates. I th yeah, July 23rd. I, thank you, team. Um, at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and 1 a.m. Sorry, <laughs> London, uh, and associated timelines, therefore, that, that uh, can't listen live, but it'll be archived. I'll be a guest on Starseed Radio Academy with Lavendar and her amazing team over there, Ariel and the other girls, um, the other ladies. I'm so excited to... Uh, to share um, what I do and what I am in that experience and I really um, am excited for what that will be. I really have a lot of honor and respect for what they are and I feel like it'll be really, really fun. Um, a fun dialogue of, of uh, exchange and um, expansion that will be available to all of us in that process. So thank you so much. Um, we do still have a couple spots. I think we have four or five spots left at the Platinum Age Retreat uh, for September 2013 in Park City, Utah, which is in the western half of the United States. Um, beautiful Rocky Mountains, and it's just, I was led to that space. <coughs> Excuse me, hang on. Oh. And I'm very excited about that experience. So, ooh, interesting throat chakra thing going on there. Um, so if you're feeling glad to try it out and uh, see if you want to join us, so we would really welcome you. We have an amazing group of beings that is coming together for that experience. And I'm very um, on track for, uh, for that and looking forward to it. So if you are designated to be one of our 20 participants, then I welcome you in that in that. Um, in that retreat experience and all, all that we'll be doing there. Okay. 
Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here, not just here in this sharing, but here literally in your incarnation. Um, your assignment is divine, and I um, honor all that you are, all that you were, and all that you will be. <sighs> Namaste. Love and blessings. Until next time. Bye-bye.